0: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: welcome all you business geeks to the business geeks podcast an entrepreneurial show where three geeks at la geeks <laughs> three friends <laughs> who are having to be geeks Geek out loud and proud on everybody's business. I'm Super Joe Pardo of SuperJoePardo.com and IndiePodcasters.com. I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Jennifer Crawford, the co-founder of Sparent.co, and Samantha Riley of SamanthaRiley.global. This week, we are talking about unique ways to generate leads and fill your sales pipeline, which is always a task. Because it's just one of the X, it's like another thing that's on the to do list that can easily get pushed down the list instead of like to the top and (laughs) and, and all that. Yeah, Yeah,
2: just (laughs) like what? (laughs) The bit going, hang on, another thing? Isn't it like the first it thing? The it oldest? should
1: be the first thing. It should <laughs> it be the, the first thing.
0: thing. God, I'm, not not. I'm not oh, saying
1: it's not. I'm not saying it's I'm just saying I, it's just another thing on the list of to-dos. I, I thought the co
2: I thought the co-hosts were both gonna have a stroke then. <laughs> <laughs> you, like when
1: you were agreeing with me. That you know, it's just it's just <sighs> another thing on the list of things that need to be done and need top priority and not to be pushed down or complacent in the sense that like, oh, well, I got my five clients that I need right now, but like six months from now, that might not be the case and I'm going to start panicking. So that's what I'm saying. That's all. There's no reason to have stroke in here.
2: Okay. That was oh. close. That it was, was very close. close. I'm, I'm breathing again.
1: <laughs> oh, <sighs> so
2: Gosh, I'm a bit yeah. hot now. Yeah, I don't
0: know.
1: Well, it should be. It's it's springtime there, right, in Australia.
2: It is. It is.
1: It is. Oh man, I wish it was springtime here. I was out running in 55 degree weather with the wind whipping in my face. It was not. It was not nice. I mean, oh. it's that's warm. It's still relatively warm, but it's a reminder of what's to come.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, we're starting to get <laughs> to the very warm, almost nudging hot. It's awesome.
1: Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. By the way, mm. uh, Jen, are you still enjoying the bed? Is it still, still an A plus? Yes,
3: it's amazing.
1: It is. Oh, good. Love it. It's amazing.
3: I, I've almost had some accidents—not in the bed, but in getting <laughs> out of the
1: bed. <laughs> Falling out of the bed? Are you forgetting to like put it back to flat so you're closer yeah. to the ground? Yeah. I
3: need to take it to what I call the flats. I need to take it to the flats before <laughs> I get out because if. I'm not in the flats. The bed's like kind of higher up and, you know, in some sort of weird position. And it's quite dangerous to get out of bed. There's a big drop. I find myself shouting things like Geronimo in the morning (laughs) when I get out of bed. But other than that, I'm loving it. That's awesome. That's
1: good. I'm glad, glad to hear that.
3: Thank you for asking.
1: So, Jen, this was your topic this week to bring. You want to kick it off there?
3: Yeah, it's such an important topic. You know, we have to keep our business sales pipelines full and robust in order to make sure that we have regular and consistent revenue coming in. In order to fill that sales pipeline, you need to have really good lead generation strategies. And I think that a lot of times people, one, they overcomplicate lead generation And two, they do lead generation in a way that everyone else is doing it or in ways that people say they need to do it. And they are bypassing some really simple, effective, creative ways to get leads coming into your business like today. Like in 30 days, you can transform your business with a good lead generation strategy. And I think there's so many things that as business owners, we sleep on. And one of the (laughs) reasons... I like literally
1: true, just said yeah. this and you
3: Hey you, <laughs> I I mean,
0: it, so you said it, it in that. a
3: you said it in a different way. I'm oh, on Jen's side okay. this time. <laughs> you mm-hmm. said it it's right. I'm just saying that people they do pay attention to getting leads but they overcomplicate it and they may bypass some really effective strategies that maybe they haven't thought about or maybe they they haven't considered as being effective. Now, one of the reasons this topic, you know, became interesting to me is that I heard somebody during the last Small Business Grit virtual experience, I heard somebody, one of our speakers, actually it was Jen DeVore Richter, who is an expert in magnetic marketing. She made this point, and it really stuck with me, that only 1% of your customers are what you would call now buyers, like ready to you know, sign on the deadline and you know swipe their credit card. Only 1%. The rest fall into the category of future buyers and soon-to-buy buyers or customers. So you need to make sure to fill your pipeline with future and soon-to-buy customers because basically you have to be selling water, and the person that you're selling to needs to be on fire in order for them to buy right now from you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Makes I, sense? When I- it does. I thought it was about 3%. So 1% is quite shocking. That's not a very big number. <laughs> We're here to shock you. <sighs> well, well, you won. You won, Jen. I'm shocked. <laughs> That's
3: a very 10%. little number. 1%. So, all right, so we want you to fill your pipeline. We want you to generate leads that are effective. So in general... I like lead generation tactics that gets your business like in front of your ideal customer in a very authentic and personal way. So I'm not a huge fan of I'll say it. You're gonna like this is gonna be our second shocking thing. I'm not a <laughs> fan of I'm not a fan of lead magnets. I can't say that. that I is shocking. Ever, I don't think I've ever gotten a customer directly from a lead magnet, okay? Mm. I have it on my site. I'll probably still keep having them. But I'm saying that is probably the longest lead generation game I've ever played. And honestly, I like to get my leads through the door as quickly as possible. So, let's talk about some lead generation. Okay, this Uh, is interesting, Jen. Okay, all right. Sam, what's your favorite lead generation strategy? Go.
2: Lead magnets.
3: No, that's not true. That's not
0: (laughs) I I just I just
2: (laughs) I love lead magnets. No, lead generation strategy favorite one favorite one is actually just reaching out to people and speaking with them. It's so Mm -hmm. simple and so underestimated. I think, you he had
3: a cold call or what are you talking about?
2: No. So, so there's people on our social media, on our Instagram, on our Facebook and our LinkedIn that are people that have been in our world for a while. You were talking earlier, Jen, about, you know, our, our prospects need to, or well, you didn't say it in these words, but they need to know us, they need to like us, and they need to trust us. There's people there that you see all the time. They're showing up all the time. And just reaching out and having a chat is a really great way to generate leads.
3: I like it. It's a very personal simple. Yeah, I I get it. I love it, getting in front of somebody in a very direct way. Hang on. Let me just, before someone takes that totally out
2: of context, what I am not talking about is, and I had one of these on LinkedIn this morning. That's why it's just come straight to mind. This is someone that I've never met before. Hi, Sam. Are you open to an opportunity to get a higher residual income every week? That's not what I'm talking about. No. That's not what I'm talking about. No.
3: no, that is not. That is not. Brent here. He's joined us at least briefly. He says Facebook groups are lead magnets. No. Okay. When I say I hate lead magnets, I'm talking about the free download in exchange for an email on your website. I hate them. I will. I wish I could burn them in the fireplace. Just, I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. I'm saying crazy things tonight. Stop me. Somebody stop me. Well, Jill, what about, what's your favorite? So, what's
1: your favorite lead generator? So I mean, to me, it's it's podcasting, right? The no like trust factor yeah. and being able to because it is a long it is a long game, but at the same time, it's it's I think it's a shorter path than the lead yeah. magnet because like yeah. I they don't have to give up anything. I don't even have to know them for them to download and start to listen, start to you know binge while they're running or driving or showering or mowing the lawn or whatever they're doing when they're listening like they are you know it's all in their discretion to me i think podcasting is um one of the things i've liked to do i've done with the last two lead magnets i did was instead of doing the classic pdf was taking videos that i already had like in the case of indie pod university And basically just putting them into an email sequence of like six videos. So it's like now you're not just getting one email plus the sequence of like, Hey, did you check out that PDF file and come, you know, work with me? It's like, you know, six, seven emails in sequence to, to get to that, hopefully get to that result over six, seven days. And how did you get that
2: that email in the first place?
1: So joining the fa- so so, like Brent said, Facebook groups are lead magnets know, you know, getting them from there, getting them from other through other means like we um, I was part of the podcasters kit, which is done through the blogging concentrate. So shout out to to Dan. And yeah, so like that's part of it as well, right? is having the gateway there as well as getting into the Facebook group as well as having a separate set of you know email sequence, you know lead magnet. In on the website, so structuring the website so it's like, hey, you, you know, you can get these, you know, six hours worth of video content that you won't get otherwise because they're not available freely, except inside the IndiePod University. So
3: that's, it's a lead magnet, great. yeah. Yes, I want to go back to podcasting because I think you know podcasting's on my list of creative lead generation, and because I think, I know Mary Sue, I know you're going to beat me up over this tomorrow next time we talk. I know it just. Bear with me. Bear with me. I'll get back to the lead magnets. I, I swear. I'm gonna make this. Oh, right. we'll be going back to the lead magnets. <laughs> I'm, gonna make, I'm gonna make it right. I'm gonna make it right. But I want to. I want to go back to podcasts because I think again, I, I love anything sort of a platform of influence that positions you um, as an authority in front of your ideal audience, and it's more of a three-dimensional way to build that no like and trust factor. Like how many, like you know, how many lead magnets have we all downloaded and um, loaded? Even the ones that are your favorites, do you remember who they're attached to? No, but like... I, I do.
1: I could. Okay. I, could I actually yeah. do, yeah. Okay.
3: yeah. okay, yeah.
1: A couple, a couple, not many.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm Yeah, you're right. Not all of them, yeah. Not all of them, but if you, you know, listen to the Joe Pardo podcast, like you're going to a much, you know, more solidified connection to Joe as a person and, you know, potentially, you know, somebody you want to do business with. So I love platforms of influence. I love podcasting as a lead generator. I think it's a really, really smart way to go about it, particularly if you're like Joe and you produce a high-quality uh, podcast. <laughs>
2: I, I think that the, the important thing that you said there, Jen, is that we need to actually create a lot of different platforms or different ways to bring in a lead. It's not just – and this is, I think, that the piece that a lot of people miss is that it's not one thing. It's the Facebook group that has the nurture sequence that you offer the lead magnet to, that you send to the show. It's like all of them together. It's not just one thing. You know, I did say I like to reach out and speak to people. Usually it's because they maybe have been on my webinar or they've commented on a post or they've done something else. They've, you know, maybe commented on something to do with my podcast. So all of those things combined is what makes a really
3: great lead I would like to amend a, a former statement
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mary sue if you're still out there and you're still my friend I would like to say I do not hate lead magnets that I, I I came out out of the gate a little a little strong <laughs> I sh- my I'm, ba- I'm gonna back up the bus okay I'm gonna back up the bus what I should have said is I hate lead magnets as the only uh, lead generator. Okay, there we like, go. You should not rely on lead magnets because a lead magnet is only as good as the the three-dimensional uh, marketing that you're doing out there, right? Um because you they're not <laughs> oh, she's laughing. She's laughing. Oh, I, <laughs> she's so... Mary
2: Sue might be laughing, but I'm <laughs> like, oh my God, I can still t- I can still I can still talk to Jen. <laughs> like, I
3: was a little bit shocked there. <laughs> <laughs> I know I just about lost every friend I have. Five like oh. people just not seeing me because you know, I thought oh. was my burn <laughs> magnet. Oh dear. <laughs> so sorry. Okay, so All right. Hopefully I've recovered a little bit from that statement. But um, there are so many other uniquely generators that I think you maybe people are not thinking about. And one that I have come to really love and rely on is speaking to really small, intimate groups. So speaking to organizations or associations or small networking groups, because they're small, but they're mighty, they tend to trust the speakers that are brought in from their organizations that they feel closely bonded to. And my conversion on those speaking events are so good, like so Mm. good. And I'm including in that Facebook groups. I've had, I've been invited to a couple of small Facebook groups where the members uh, maybe are like a hundred or less. Always get, always get a sales call out of those at least one. Because again, it's the same thing. It's an intimate group that knows each other, that trusts the admin of the group, and so there's a, a little bit of built-in trust as you enter that space, and you can build upon it through your through your expertise. So mm. um, I I love that, and I think a lot of people think I want to be on a big stage, I want to mm-hmm. speak at a big conference. Well, you can get lost pretty easily in those larger events where these small events, you know, they can really pack a good lead generating punch.
2: I really love that you've mentioned that because I did see that you wrote small Facebook groups and I was super intrigued what you were going to say about that because when I read it, I was like, why small? But that, that, you you summed that up perfectly in that, you know, we can go speak on a stage and I haven't spoken on a stage before. 3,000 people but one day I will but you're right that you just totally get lost in that where in a small group there's a conversation and that's the difference that two-way conversation rather than me just speaking at you while people are in the audience speaking about other things
3: and not just that's what you get lost I think even maybe more importantly is that those opportunities are ripe for the picking. Like those small, you know, to get into a small Facebook group and speak to their audience or go to an association or organization that might have um, their audience might ha- be a good clientele for you. They are, you know, you don't have to get in line. You don't have to, you know, show your, you know, speakers bureau patch or whatever you have to do when you're a paid speaker. <laughs> I mean, they are looking for people to bring value to their audiences. They're hungry for it. So it's not a big, long, drawn out selection process I mean they need you they need your expertise they're looking for people like you so um yeah don't sleep on those opportunities mm. there's, there, there's so many more of them love it so, yeah
1: Brad says define lead a lead is a is the person not the email address
3: you define
0: mm, lead, depends Brad. You define yeah, lead, it right? depends. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm
2: so sassy
3: today. Yes, you are, <laughs> you are you, right, uh,
0: I'm defining
3: lead as a prospect, a lead magnet, as that I was burning in the fireplace earlier. I was talking about the free download. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Uh, lead uh, generation the- is bringing in leads, i.e., prospect people. <laughs> yes are we all is that yes. am I speaking everybody's
1: language okay absolutely yes ab- ab- absolutely okay. and Michael Good says person. the Super Joe Pardo show is like a breath mint. it makes your mouth minty fresh I would hope it makes your ears minty fresh uh, or mine minty fresh I don't know about getting into your mouth uh, but...
2: <laughs> <laughs> everyone's everyone's a little bit off the planet
0: today
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well it's, uh, it's coming up on Halloween very rapidly so it's, uh-huh. it's understandable <laughs> <sighs> I, yeah, I, I agree on the, the small stage format. I think that uh, there's a lot to be said there for trust trust factor. And and I, I think it was a couple years ago I, I kind of felt that way. Like I stopped trying to give like the whole backstory of like why I'm there, why I'm qualified to speak and all that stuff like to this specific group and just go in and like – Look, there's a reason I'm in front of you, right? Like there's a reason that somebody trusted that I should be here. And like, let me go and give you what you're looking for. Don't realize that you're looking for before even getting to like me, my background and all that stuff interweaved into it because I think that ultimately helps get you where you want to be faster as far as like people liking and trusting and not and like knowing that you know what you talk about and that's and that's going back to the podcast I mean that's that's kind of what it's about right it's like you know having a show it's like you've been doing the show for five or six years it's like okay so you've been around for at least five or six years at the very least like obviously you're doing the, you know the same thing and and like there's some level of credibility to that right um, To even be able to do it, even for a year, to show off that, like, hey, w- speaking of a year, we're almost at a year. Are we really? No. We yes. Are we really? Accro- yes, we are rapidly approaching that. Wow. Uh, the one-year mark in January. So it's, it, oh, you, you January.
0: Know, Oh, January. go. It will that, be. That's year. That's I
2: 2021.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Almost there. But, you know, so there's a lot to be said for that though is is like having, uh, you know, being able to give stories, give some background like Jen, like we talked about Jen's bed and having things like that that's like that builds another level of knowing the people and trusting those people and getting an insight into like what's going on in their lives.
0: Mm. mm. Which,
1: which, uh, speaking of which, I will maybe get into what I did over the weekend in, my, in Grind My Gears later related to, to something that we did over the weekend. So Okay. So just awesome. sounds yeah, good. Proof well, we of, love uh, the Grind concept. My Gears
3: segment. So. Yeah, we Ooh, do. look what Anita says. Oh. So,
1: yeah. Do you want to read it?
3: Email is not popular here. WhatsApp is. Yes, WhatsApp. So popular. Uh, so we collect WhatsApp contacts as much as possible where are you are you so do you use whatsapp too jen i um no i have it though you don't yeah no i I don't either so so i find that really intriguing but i have i used to have a client and some friends in shanghai and they do everything on whatsapp so that's how i communicated with that team oh there you go there you go so yeah always changing always changing always stay on top of things on top of things. Let's see, I have some other unique lead generators. I can't wait to talk about them. And and feel free to jump in, you guys. Um, Mm -hmm. I love sponsoring, you know, doing paid sponsorship or speaking at virtual events. But I think the paid sponsorship is something a small business owner can really take advantage of for lead generation. A lot of these you know virtual events do a really good job of showcasing their sponsors I know our event does I just signed a sponsor agreement with a a virtual event that's coming up in January and for my sponsorship I get a breakout room I get to speak I get to be on a panel I get to throw th- a little goodie in a a goodie box that they're emailing out to all the I'm not emailing they're mailing real mailing out to all their attendees you know, we're going to be featured prominently on the website, there's going to be social media shout outs. I think I paid that's awesome. Yeah, I paid $1,500 for the sponsorship. But if I get one client out of it, my, you know, average engagement rate would is would more than than pay for that sponsorship. And you know, the visibility that you know, you get some long tail benefits out of that, for sure. So That's some
2: really great visibility there. That's really Really great great package. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, check out these. There are so many virtual events of all sizes. So their sponsorship rates, you know, range. You know, you don't have to spend fifteen hundred dollars. I wanted to to speak, so because that's where we tend to generate. You know, get the best lead generation. Uh uh, Uh I found so it was worth it to me to you know pay for that level. But, you know, you can find a sponsorship where your business gets visibility and gets in front of your ideal audience with just a little Google search and checking out the sponsor packages. I think that's a really great way to, to invest marketing dollars. Mm, I love that idea. Yeah. When
2: I don't do it at, like, at the moment in my current business. I've, I'll be... I was going to say, I'll be honest. I'm always honest. I don't know why I was about to say that. Um, But but in our retail business, we did a lot of sponsorship, a lot of sponsorship. And that was where most of our marketing dollars went.
3: Yeah. Mm. I think it's, it's a great way. Again, you're just, you know, it's a less crowded arena. You know, typically, you know, you're going to have an idea of how many summit attendees are there. You've got some fixed attention. They're fixed attention for a while you know not as many competitors probably the summit is not going to have another sponsor in your niche or in your industry Mm -hmm. so you can really be showcased so Mm. that's a good lead generator that is a
2: good one
1: yeah Yeah. so i can brent was still here uh he could speak to that being the big fish in the small pond right when they sponsored our event, uh, Icon 5, back in 2019. You know, we only had a couple of sponsors for that. So, like, and he was one of the two sponsors that were actually at the event. So, had the most exposure to the people. So it just, you know, things like that, it just makes a lot of sense. And if you really think about what the cost is and what you need to do in business to recoup that cost and make it worth, you know, worth that money that, you know, and and really give it thought, right? Like, don't just like, ah, you know, I don't really want to spend a thousand dollars or I don't really want to spend two thousand dollars or whatever it is you know, really give it the thought is like, okay, if we could make, you know, just a couple of clients off That's, of this yep. one client, two clients, three clients, uh, all of a sudden it becomes absolutely worth it. Mm, that, totally. yeah, it, was,
3: it was an easy check to write for sure. And if you want to flip that fish a little bit, because one of my other lead generators is to run your own online event, an online event that serves and attracts your ideal client. So, On that side, you know, getting those sponsors is a way to pay for that event Mm. and to add that revenue stream into your business. And it was surprising to me how many people are not seeking out sponsorships. In fact, I got invited to be part of a new event that this business is creating. It's a great event. It's a great concept. And they didn't have any sponsorships. I actually had to like reach out to them and said, if you have any paid sponsorships, I'd be interested because I know it's a new event. Ah. It's a small, you know, they're probably going to have maybe a hundred people there. So I'm I'm guessing the sponsorship is not going to be, you know, too hefty, but again, it's my ideal audience. So I would pay to have that increased exposure at that event. So, you know, it works both ways. And whether you're a sponsor or you're the event organizer, Both are great lead generation strategies. The small business grit, you know, virtual experiences that Mary Sue and I put together, they have been incredible sales funnels for us. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Sales circus is next, um, which is very appropriate for this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) For
1: people listening at home, it's scrolling below.
3: Yeah, I'm sorry. I forget about the recorded version of this that's my bad <laughs> after a year you'd say almost a year you'd think i would understand how this works but it's
1: okay uh, yeah, yeah hey, I, got, I your, got your back to right. sorry <laughs> right.
3: rapid fire let's keep going more lead generators more lead generators i'm so excited well i think that so you're talking about virtual
2: summits, are basically longer online events. But I also love smaller, like 90-minute trainings, masterclasses, online workshops because I think that they're really good. Now, a lot of people call these webinars, and that's essentially what they are, and they have had some real, you know, people say webinars don't work. They definitely do work. But we don't want to call them a webinar. Uh, what call, and
3: what do we call them?
2: Well, I think that if it's up to you. You can call it a, an online training, or a masterclass, or a workshop, and then and actually provide value, like to make it not, you know, when you think webinar, like what do you guys think?
3: Boring.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> generally boring, and generally, you know, just uh, keeping you on the on the line as long as possible to get you to the, what we're going to sell you.
3: Yeah, boring and yeah. annoying.
2: And annoying. <laughs> so, yeah. So, when you're running a masterclass or a training or a workshop, then you know you're adding more information in there. Call an informational. Well, you know fire. what? He's because essentially today. it is. Essentially yeah. it is because we're business owners and that's what we're doing. We're selling. Like, let's not, let's just take a step back for a minute. We are generating leads to sell people a product. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right, but we've got to get. We... <laughs> Come
1: oh. back. Uh, oh, Mary Sue, we have an already old white guy
2: old oh, white guys
0: <laughs>
1: i don't know if I, I don't know if i agree with that but part but uh but yeah I, it just yeah they're not they're not all that great they're low level like it's low hanging fruit for the most part what you're gonna learn basic stuff that if you just did a google search you probably could come up with the same information you'll have a sales pitch at the end or at least one that you can't just click out of i mean yeah you can't click out of a webinar but just you know, it's one more step, and then the emails that follow, even after you hit the unsubscribe button, they keep coming anyway.
3: <laughs> I uh, have so, I have so many more. I have so many more.
1: Well, go ahead. Do i am not stopping you. Well,
3: I have workers here, so I'm sorry. He just. Oh, that? is
1: that what that noise? Is? Oh, oh so I what that noise was.
3: Oh, it was someone's cp you're going crazy apparently they apparently don't listen to the this podcast on a regular yep. basis or- oh, dear. um so i hopefully you can still hear me so yes marissa so i have getting to the referral network but i also wanted to talk about generating i don't know maybe this is a little not pure degeneration but let me give you the statistic On average, loyal customers are worth up to 10 times as much as their first purchase. And it can cost five times more to acquire new customers than to keep the current ones. So I think in terms of leads, like don't ignore your current customer base. You know, there is, how else can you serve them? What other products or services do they need that you can provide? They're already there. They're already giving you money. They already know, like, and trust you. There may be leads from your leads. Also, since Mary C brought it up, how many of us are asking on a regular basis for referrals or have any sort of referral generation strategy? I don't see any hands. I don't, anybody,
2: is anybody I out there? I actually kind of missed
3: what you said. I, 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 I'm
1: I glad I'm not the only one. Okay, is it too loud? I'm going to mute myself. I'm going to
3: mute myself. You guys, I'm, I'm
2: muting, I'm muting. <laughs> oh dear, I'm like a, yeah, my mum skills are not as good as they used to be. I used to be able to block out background noise and now I can't
1: we gotta we gotta get we gotta get you hooked back up uh Jen with your you have an a t r twenty one hundred microphone, we gotta get you hooked back up with that
2: absolutely
1: yeah she's she's nodding for people for people flying <laughs> along at home that can't see her at the oh moment.
2: now I feel so bad actually like Jen, I really need you to tell us what you just
0: said oh <laughs> she, she,
1: she's she's shaking her head now, um oh. So, what's your, so, all right, let me, let me try to th- th- go back in time, right? So she was saying that it's easier to offer new services to the clients that you already have, right? Oh, there you go. Uh, yes, <laughs>
3: yes, exactly. You already have people that trust you that are giving you money. So again, Perfect. like how else can you service and what else can you offer them? What else do they need? And then, you know, don't be shy about asking for referrals. Like I think I've learned from a lead generation expert by the name of Mary Cravis, how to set up a very effective referral network um, that generates leads and resources for you and is set up with a spirit of giving. So you give as much as you receive. I love it. And it only really takes 15 minutes out of your day for each referral call. So it's a, it's a great strategy. But also, you know, something like 83% of happy customers say they would be very, very willing to give a referral, yet only, like, 20 some percent of businesses actually ask for a referral mm. so there's some missed opportunities for those leads and those are really warm leads because when somebody refers a business to me that I trust then I'm more likely to choose that business 100 oh, percent right 100 percent
2: yep um so Jen tell us what you do to get referrals in your business just like the super abridged short version
3: yeah well we're still working on perfecting it but we do offer our clients a client spotlight which we you know that's just our way of like appreciating them and which i think is all part of like delighting them and making them very happy to be doing business with you and very happy to refer you and then we also we give parent hours for referrals so we have a you know program set up for every referral they give us they get some virtual assistant hours as a as a thank you because That's something, you know, measurable and real and something that they could use and and they do appreciate. So it doesn't have to, again, I, I don't like complicated. I like things to be really simple and straightforward. I spoke with Mary Kravitz earlier, who's the lead generation specialist. We were in a referral networking call recently, and I was able to give her a referral and get her a speaking gig, which that's her main form of lead generation for her coaching business. And because she got the speaking gig, she sent me a $5 Starbucks gift card as a thank Oh, gift. nice. And I thought that was, that was, here I am to, I've, I've told so many people about this because I, yeah you know, I love coffee. I used it right away, but I thought that was such a nice gesture and it was really appreciated and made my day. Love it. I love, yeah, I love, love it. it. So many ways to thank your referrals. I mean, you have to, you know, re, you know, getting referrals is great, but there is some follow up there where you have to. Thank that person and reciprocate if possible. Totally. Nice. Right. Joe, are you alive?
2: Yes. I am alive. Sorry, I was, <laughs> I, t- I was I feel like I'm t- talking t- t- too t- much. So I just have I to was shut typing, myself no,
1: up. no, no, no. No, no,
2: t- no. T- I asked you that question, Jen. So thank you so much for answering.
1: <laughs> she asks questions all the time. And she doesn't want to hear the answer too. No, wait, that's me. Hang
2: on, Jen or Sam. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused today.
1: Uh, I know it's early. I know it's early. <laughs> um Yeah. As far as other like lead generation, when you talk about getting referrals from other people, I think you hit on that the, the thing of like you gotta make it easy for them to be able to refer you, right? Like, don't make them jump through hoops, don't make them do some kind of like you know, crazy process or something like make it as simple as possible and reward them for their kindness to like spread the word, right? Give them some opportunity to enjoy the service more or get some kind of benefit. Um, you know, there's always, always some kind of opportunity there for you to, to be able to give back. So definitely always look for something that makes it easier for people to do. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, I mean, is there anything yeah.
3: else? Yeah. Well, no. I love that point, Joe, because I think we all have an experience I mean, I'm sure you have. I've had several recently where I've had such a positive experience with a business that I really want to like get on my roof and shout, you yeah. know, I, about them because they're so great. And they they do such a good job. In fact, the the painting company that's here making all that noise they are amazing. Five star painters. or are five star painting. Five star painting. They have done our exterior painting. They're doing some interior painting and you know drywall work and everything. And they're so good and like good at what they do and show up on time and. It's just, they're super professional. I just, I just love them. So I've had such a good experience. I've told my neighbor, I've told my friends, I've, you know, I've, I've already like, you know, referred business to them and I'm, I don't have even have to ask because they've delighted me so much.
2: Yeah. I love referring business for people that have been like that. Love it. So good.
1: Hey, Tindalette, <laughs> welcome. Sonia asks, what about chatbot? Is it a good strategy or not?
2: And I think it's Anita, by the way.
1: No, it, no no, it's it's Sonia. it's not. Okay. No, no, it's, okay. It's
2: Sonia. oh. oh, oh don't. it's my turn to step back.
1: <laughs> I absolutely know, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't read people's last name. <laughs>
2: well, I've been called Riley before, so I know what it's like.
3: <laughs> the curse of the two first names. Mm. Um, well and uh, Sonia I haven't used chatbots. No, I meaning. can say I haven't been a fan of being on the receiving end of chatbots. I don't know if I'd call it a strategy. I don't know, but maybe I haven't I seen them around know.
2: just as much recently. I think that it was and, like
1: all the rage for a while, like it was, was like, but Here's I think it's a strategy, like, 10 yeah, ways but it's it Facebook
2: changed the terms of service. I think, or I, I could be used, I, I don't, I don't know. be right I or wrong, but I know that they integrated
1: it themselves, like, because okay. you, you know, it can cut, it'll pop, like, if you go to certain Facebook pages, it'll pop up and say, Hey, are you looking for something, like, as if you were I being asked that. by, yes, yeah. but.
2: I don't it's mind that. Page. See, I don't actually mind that. But what I know was that there were some people that were sending me chatbot messages every day and I noticed that they haven't been for quite a while.
1: Where, Yeah, no, that does not sound like a good way to create a human-human relationship there, which will lead to cash a cash relationship <laughs> ultimately. Yeah, I mean,
3: nobody wants to give a bot money, like, Yeah. you
1: know. Yeah. You know.
3: I don't know. Yeah. Well, you care, careful what you say there.
1: That. Our robot overlords might might find this offensive in twenty years.
3: I am looking at a robotic vacuum.
1: I have one. I have one right over here. Actually, yeah. it it works great as long as it doesn't yeah. get trapped on something, as it tends to do like every night. Um, every like third night.
2: Ah, well, yeah. you aren't a great salesman for robotic. Vacuum well, no, cleaners it, joke. It, it's great
1: as long as it doesn't get stuck. Like it's like, oh I'm on a cliff and I'm like, you're on a wire, like and you're it's not even like trapped under you. It's it's kind of next to you. Like, I don't know. Ah. Yeah.
2: I am still old school. I do my workout for five minutes on Saturday morning.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, all right, was there anything else that we wanted to hit on before we uh, wrap up and move over to one of our other topics?
3: I I think we can move on. I think you know, I think we gave it. I wanted enough. to
2: talk a little bit about networking, but now that I'm thinking Ooh. about it, I think that it almost because I know this is you're a queen of this, Jen. It almost mm-hmm. could be a whole, absolutely, yeah. Um, very, very connected and networky. <laughs> I almost think it could be its own show. So, so yeah. should I, I, could I table too. that? Okay, I, I think I'll table that as
3: a lead generator. Actually, I have it on my list networking, networking, networking. And also paid networking groups. I think. All right,
2: let's, let, let me let's me make talk about a note.
1: Yes, I'm making it in the spreadsheet.
2: Oh, um,
3: legend.
1: Yes, yes. So, and the, so what what's grinding your gears, Jen?
3: I feel like I've made enough enemies this episode. So well, anyway, <laughs> let's, just burn it, let's just burn
0: it down. Let's just burn it
3: down. For those of you who were giving me the benefit of the doubt, Here's where I lose all of you. My grind my gears is a very specific grind my gears. Let me just I'm going to try to calm myself down. All right.
1: <laughs> Let it out.
3: I'm talking about people with businesses now, okay? Let me just talk about people with businesses. People with businesses who are on the free version of everything, every Mm -hmm. awesome tool, everything that could help their business, everything that they need to run their business, they're on the free version. And then it's like, I'm so sick of seeing people in groups post. Is that feature available on the free version? No, nothing is available on the free version. <laughs> nothing. Oh. For it to work the way that it should work to help your business do what it's trying to do, I'm talking about Canva. Oh my God, Canva is 12.95 a exactly. month. Exactly, and it is the most incredible platform. I, you know, I dare say most businesses probably use Canva of all sizes incredible platform when they when and if they go public i will be investing in canva they now have canva live if you haven't noticed they haven't announced it yet but it's there mm-hmm. it is such an incredible tool for you if you're one person show or your marketing team to use 12.95 a month like you should not be Not You should not be saying, is this this new feature available in the free version? Podcast hosting, Mm -hmm. a buffer, your social media managers, whatever it is, get off the free version. I'm not even talking about things that are hundreds of dollars a month, okay? I'm talking about micro investments with macro returns that we're nickel and diming and acting like business amateur hour. Like, invest in your effing tools. You know, oh. invest in a CRM. Thank you, Marisu, as the best CRM on the planet. Work smarter CRM. Get a decent CRM. Get a great social media managing platform. You know, pay for Canva. My God, invest, you know, invest a little bit in your business. Get off the free stuff.
2: Yeah, I, I could not agree more, Jen. I when complain. I saw this, when I saw you put this in the spreadsheet, I was so excited. I think that when people are on the free stuff, their mindset is free all the way. You know, like when I first started my business, we took out a loan that, you know, in the tens of thousands of dollars, we had to sign a, a lease for five years, a commercial lease. Like it was all these things. We put our back against the wall and went for it. And I think that trying to set up a business with all the free things, I think there's a mindset thing. A happening there.
3: I, thank you. I was going to say it's a mindset thing because I have a hard time believing that people can't afford $12.95 a month or $20 uh-huh. a month. I have a hard time believing that for you to expect so much for free. Like what kind of business person are you? Are you giving stuff away for free? No. These companies put out amazing products and platforms deserve to be in business okay the free version is just to kind of give you a taste you know they're allowing you to test the product before you decide if you spend the 12.95 a month come on (laughs) come on and I'm so oh I see all the time people complaining that the free version doesn't have this or that how dare you how dare you go home (laughs)
2: guess what we're in a pandemic. They are home.
0: That's right.
3: <laughs> Go outside without a mask. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. That's, that's happening in Florida wow. right now. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
3: I know I went too far there. Yeah. Okay. We, we'll we're not gonna are that safe. Out. Okay. Stay safe. I'm just saying. Come on. Uh, like, do you know, know I get worked up. I say yeah. things. I don't mean them. So sorry. Always wear your mask. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i mean i i definitely i definitely agree that there's you know especially on things that don't aren't costing hundreds of dollars a month you know or you know anything of that of that magnitude you know and i think it also being intentional on in what you are going to pay for per month on a per month thing right and making sure that <clears throat> you revisit what is tapping your credit card every single month
2: You're absolutely like, oh, like... use
1: that service in like years oh. like I know AOL rates my dad for years because he just was like, this is too hard to, to cancel. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh years after he had stopped using their services. So like things like that. It's just, you know, being really intentional. And then, you know, I would also I mean, I would give a shout out to AppSumo. If you haven't heard of it, go give it a try. Go go see what they have to offer at the time in which they have to offer it, and keep going back, because there. You know, while you might not find Canva, I found Crello, uh for like fifty bucks lifetime subscription. Like, hey, you know, there's a lot of services where it's like, would I, you know, could I pay a one time fee? Oh, yeah, I'll pay a hundred dollars. I'll pay two hundred dollars, five hundred dollars one time mm-hmm. fee if I don't have to pay, you know, $30, 40 dollars a month for it. With that oh. said, I was going to get SendFox that's actually produced by AppSumo and I was like oh you know for like I don't know uh, 70 bucks or 80 bucks or whatever I could have like 10,000 emails on the email up to 10,000 emails on the email list and all this stuff and I'm just like I think I'll stick with Aweber for now. Like as much as I hate the idea that I'm paying $30 a month, I mean, I am using it. I'm using it more now than um, I noticed you know, previously. It. Yes. Well
2: done, Joe. <laughs> well, thank,
1: thank you. I appreciate it. Um, th- there's like, okay, is it, is it as integrated with other services that I use? SendFox, like, okay, am I willing to wait for those things to potentially be integrated later? Is it, does it have the WordPress integration? Do you know, all these things is just like, yeah, I mean, all this is here with Aweber pretty much integrated with everything maybe I'll just I'll, I'll just bite the bullet and spend the $30 for now and we'll you know we'll wait and see for the future but but yeah look for things like that like that's a deal right not I'm gonna use the free version and then complain to people that services aren't available on the yeah free or version? spend like,
0: so much,
2: much time. time oh my yeah. goodness yeah. like yes
0: time
3: yeah. is money time is money
0: Absolutely. I'm not talking about
3: indiscriminately spending money. I'm saying if you've got a tool that is something that you need in your business and it's doing the job and it's doing it well, you should not hesitate to make that micro-investment in your business. It's going to run smoother. The return on that investment is going to be insane. And maybe that's the baby step you need in your mindset to start investing in your business and believing in yourself and and your capabilities. I don't know. But... Oh, if I see one more person complaining about a free version of something, I might just lose it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm surprised we didn't get any. I didn't get any flack in the chat for this.
1: No, it's, it's so
3: good, that good means enough. everybody is. Paying it's because they've all run service. away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've, they they hate me and they've run away, or they're paying for their services and they are like, yes, that's right. I'll pay twelve ninety five for Canva. Kim is not a sponsor by the way, but <laughs> Yet. they are they are <laughs> awesome anyway. Yet.
2: I like it. I like your big thinking there, Joe.
1: No, thank you, thank you. You know, I, I just had a quick grind of my gears. Like I never noticed how annoying T V commercials were until like the other night we were watching I don't forget we were watching something and we had the lights. I think the lights were turned down somewhat low. I think we were watching a football game or something and I didn't realize how many commercials come on, and they're—it's all bright white except for the like the little black text in the middle. And I'm like, this is so blinding, like it's like because you're watching—you know—the TV's not super bright. You know, you're watching a football game; it's not again not super bright. It's lots of different colors, and then all of a sudden it's like blast! Like here's the bright white. It's just kind of the equivalent of why. Uh, Congress had to pass a law about the volume of commercials being like 10, 15 decibels louder than the rest Ugh. of whatever you're watching, just so uh-huh. you can hear us. Like, we're here. Like, yeah, no, it, that's yeah. A, it's a we, crummy we tactic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I got up and walked away from the TV <laughs> when you <laughs> came on the TV because what I was interested in was no longer on the TV. And now I don't care about what's there. So I
3: have a question. Yes. What are these commercials you speak of? Because I haven't actually seen a commercial in probably years.
1: Really? So you well, you don't watch like live football stream? or anything? yeah,
3: live stream or occasionally we we do have a DVR. We can fast forward.
2: Yeah, we, we um, live stream everything as well.
3: I so I don't know this this blinding glare
1: that you speak <laughs> of <laughs> but i'm uh, so
3: sorry that's your vision
1: uh, yes affected. well live sports <laughs> is is pretty much the only reason to watch uh live tv
2: yeah we have ko <laughs> which you probably don't have over there but we K- we str- KO. yeah it yep.
1: seems like a terrible name.
2: <laughs> I don't care what it is, it doesn't have ads, so I don't care what the name Call is. We, we we watch our live <laughs> sports K-O-ing with zero, it may be, yeah. I don't, right? yeah, I don't know why it's called that, but uh, <laughs> we, we can live stream our sports with zero ads. Get on it, Joe. Wow, then you
0: don't have to worry
3: awesome. about the, the white light
0: yeah why not?
3: <laughs> <laughs> But you're right, Joe. I mean, I haven't seen this, but I I completely believe that this it's is just, happening. It's just super and...
1: annoying. Like, there's no reason it's... to, to to like, turn the TV, you know, to blind people.
0: Oh, like,
3: at that point,
1: Mary... I'm. I've <laughs> uh, oh, so you felt noticed. your pain. But I've noticed the bright white commercials. Uh, all of our commercials are about. rheumatoid arthritis
2: maybe there's a a, what's the word like a link between rheumatoid arthritis and people that can't see properly
3: (laughs) i am really surprised that the creative directors the marketing team the production team like would wouldn't nobody thought like hey this people are watching their tvs in the evening and they don't want to be blinded by this white but maybe there, maybe there is a strategy that wakes you up or something.
2: That's, I'm thinking that Annoying if me. they ca- <laughs> if they can't go up 10 to 15 decibels, they've mm. got to go with a different sense. That's what's yeah. going on. I'll uh, bet. Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. yeah. makes sense. Oh, makes my sense. gosh.
3: And that's not even counting the subliminal messaging.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from those
3: commercials, Joe.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to. I, it's not sometimes by choice. I barely we watch a lot of you know, a bunch, much TV as it is, but um, <laughs> anyway, what's your who's getting your lunch money this week, Jen?
3: All right, I've got the company is related. This came on my radar, uh, Lidaro Co. They are a LinkedIn email finder, so it's a subscription service, and for uh, they do have a free trial, but really to to get the real thing, it's ninety nine dollars a month but if you are looking for contacts or you know contact information for potential prospects and you're a DIYer like you're going to reach out to your pros- these prospects yourself then this is a basically a farming tool that you know I guess you know guarantees its results so it'll give you the you know emails and contact information for people that you would like to reach out to and and present your products or services to I thought that was cool. I actually, this is related to. No, is this my one cool thing or my take mm-hmm. my lunch money? Okay, uh,
1: this the, is well. Take my lunch.
3: Oh, there are do different
1: now. links. Uh, yeah, yeah, for, but it but it's for the but, same company.
3: Yeah, so because they, this is their like subscription product, you know, the email farming off LinkedIn, but they also have a sales outsourcing service. It's Lidaro.com. Dot agency, I think. Yeah,
1: the, yeah, that agency. So
3: this, I I really like this idea because you know this we're talking about you know lead generation. A lot of us don't do cold calling or cold emailing on a mass scale. So this I thought was interesting. For seven hundred dollars a month, they come up with a like a like a list based on who you want to reach of twenty five hundred prospects, and they send them a series of emails. They're cold emails, but these are nurturing sequences that have, I guess, been proven to have a return on investment. They send each of those 2,500 prospects five emails and any any sales calls, like discovery calls or demo calls, it get booked directly on your calendar and they have a guarantee if you don't hit your sales target, they refund like 50% of the money. So I thought wow. it was a really interesting... Wow. wow. And you get like a sales rep, you have a meeting and... I'm actually, you know, considering using them for spirit at some point. Right now we have the opposite problem. We're trying, we have, you know, a good amount of business and we're, we're trying to hire to keep up with it, but it's not always going to be that way. You know, there's a, an equilibrium with service businesses, like the number of clients versus the number of team members you have to, to handle that business. So we're always trying to keep that equilibrium. So I thought this was really interesting. And I think, you know, $700 a month for a lot of businesses That would be an incredible investment, a return on your investment. For me, it would pay for itself with one client, right? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Anyway, something to think about. I think a lot of Mm. us small business owners don't take our sales to that next level when maybe we can't afford to employ a sales team. But this is a way to outsource a sales team. This this looks
1: incredible. Yeah, Um, it does. It looks
3: amazing. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's and, a healthy list there of people they've uh, booked meetings with. Yes,
3: and mm. I reached out. I reached out to the CEO and founder Hans. Told him we'd be talking about Lidaro on uh, the Business Geeks. He is out of the office all week, but he would like to catch the live stream later.
0: Yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh. Good
3: job, Hans.
2: Thanks, Hans.
0: Good,
1: yeah, <laughs> and good job, Jen, for reaching out. Yeah, absolutely. You
2: know. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Anything else to, to wrap before we wrap up here?
3: I just want everyone to increase their lead generation. I want everyone to close those deals. I want them to stuff their pipeline like they would yes. stuff a sausage or what do you stuff? We stuff a Build-A-Bear, uh, stuff a pepper. Um,
2: a I, I'm, I'm all... I, yeah. <laughs>
0: Still you're shells. better at the
2: you're you're better at the stuffing, Jen. Stuff I f-
0: stuff I f- that <laughs> pipeline. Thank you. Stuff your <laughs> shells. <laughs> <sighs> All right.
1: Well, I think on that note, we'll uh, we'll end it here. Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode of the Business Geeks podcast, please share it with the business geek in your life. Send us your questions and comments and suggestions for what to stuff. Uh, analogies <laughs> over to questions at businessgeekspodcast.com uh, For Sam and Jen, I'm Super Joe Pardo. You can catch us next Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and Tuesday, 8 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next week.